the IST team and our community owes it to our listeners and friends of color to not sit in silence. My family is frustrated and exhausted, as are most of you. Please be supportive, be positive, and don't hesitate to speak up. Black Lives Matter. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 411th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, SBJ. With me today is Bobby. Hey, how's it going? Nice to be back after a nice long break from recording. Speaking of a long break from being on the show, Al is here. (laughs) Hello from uh, very sunny and warm Europe. I can't tell if that was sarcasm or not. Uh, no, no, it was, it's like 24 degrees here today or something. Celsius. Yes. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Yeah, not far in <laughs> Yeah, what is that in American degrees? Uh, 75, apparently. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, it's about my upper limit. <laughs> <laughs> we got Bobby and Al here, uh, Greg and Will out for the week. Hopefully they're being safe. Not going to miss a week here. I took the last couple of days off Twitch just as a vacation, but obviously uh podcast still happening, whether, uh, I don't know, the sun is in the sky or not. <laughs> there will always be a podcast on Monday, so we're going to get through this and uh, get you your Pokemon news. Yeah. I wish we knew <laughs> what uh, raids were rotating on Monday night because Meowth will be over. So if you're listening this Monday morning and you have not gotten your Gigantamax Meowth, uh, get it. But we will have some new raids on June 1st at, I think it rotates, well it rotates at 0 UTC, which is like 7 p.m. Central Time, I think. I think it's because it's 4 p.m. Pacific. So but, I think it's, isn't it? Am I, I wrong? it was 5 Pacific. Is it, is it 5? Oh, because uh, time changed. Yeah, my bad. I don't know. I don't understand UTC. <laughs> I think it's. I think you're right. I think you're right, Steve. Well, it's it's kind of worse for me, right? Because half of the year I am at the same time as UTC, and then where so most of the time when someone says UTC, I don't have to calculate anything. But then in the summer, I obviously have to add on an hour, which is annoying. Oh, lucky you! Because yeah, it's it's we're like seven hours or eight hours behind, depending on the time of year. Wait, yeah, uh, you guys do uh, daylight savings time too? Yeah, not for long though. Hopefully, really? Europe's getting rid of it. Smart move. Although it's not confirmed whether the UK will is or not, but like, let's not get into that. Europe is <laughs> the European <laughs> Union is getting podcast. rid of daylight saving time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into the news I have in front of me here. I think most of this is good news. Uh, this is off AnimeNewsNetwork.com, hmm. the internet's most trusted anime news source, according to their tagline. <laughs> this actually just came out uh, right before we started recording, but the Pokemon Journey TV anime resumes new episodes on June 7th after the COVID-19 delay. This is uh, the first time that the Japanese anime 
has kind of been off the air for quite a while, but they're back on June 7th. The staff was temporarily suspended, part of its production series due to the coronavirus uh, because of the state emergency declared in Japan. Japan has lifted the state emergency nationwide this past Tuesday. Uh, the Twilight Wings was also delayed, uh, but the fifth episode is scheduled for June 5th. And I believe there is no word for the new movie, which was supposed to come out July 10th. There's no rescheduled date for the Coco movie. But the Japanese anime returns on June 7th. Twilight Wings for everyone on June 5th. And then for U.S. customers, uh, the first 12 episodes of Pokemon Journeys... TV adventure. I don't know what they're. What was the series called? Pokemon the Pokemon. Journeys. Pokemon Journeys. Per- the, the series. The series. <laughs> <laughs> that comes out on Netflix on June twelfth, and then. So that delay didn't didn't hold up the first twelve episodes. Was that were those film or filmed? <laughs> were those? Uh, they were filmed in front of a live before. studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> so what episode were they on in Japan? Uh, twenty two. Oh, twenty two. Oh, yeah. okay. Got it. That makes sense then. And that was on the 18th of April. Oof. I believe this is the longest gap in uh, since the Paragon episode in the anime. Yeah, what was that? that was Two a, weeks? That was, it was a four-month one, actually. Oh, whoa. Wow. Yeah, it was from December the 16th till April the 16th. There was more than the Paragon episode. There was other... Yeah, but they were all short. They were all like just a couple of weeks. Yeah. That was, like, Japan's huge initiative to, like, change a bunch of stuff. Because, yeah, Pokemon wasn't the only cause of that. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, that, that <laughs> big hit for that one episode. Uh, if you're one of our Canadian listeners, it's already on um, the first episode of the anime already appeared on Teletoon. Tel- Teletoon? Tel- Teletoon? Uh, on May 9th. I also believe uh, it's either happened last saturday or it's happening next saturday that the first four episodes are airing in the uk but then we don't get any more till september <laughs> what what do you is it what just is your it? regular tv or do you well you get you guys have netflix and hulu and everything but uh, we do but we're not so we're getting it on a tv channel that i'd never heard of before called pop um <laughs> it's like a new uh, channel <laughs> No, apparently it's been around for ages. Um, but yeah, they're they're they've announced that they're going to do. F- I think it's four episodes um, on Saturday or last Saturday. I can't remember which one. So four all together, like in a row. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Four on one day, and then we're not getting any more until September. What an odd choice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you were going. But going back to um, the movie being put on hold, I that doesn't surprise me. Just because that's probably more due to the movie theater situation than it is, yeah. You know the the movie itself, and I I don't see movie theaters. Well, I guess some are already opening, but I feel like the smart decision would be to keep movie theaters closed for a longer period of time. So this is the first time a movie is a Pokemon movie has not debuted in July. Yeah, assuming. I mean, I guess it could come out like July 30th, but yeah, it was originally scheduled for July 10th. So we don't have a, we don't have a date on that. I'm sure Anime News Network, the 
Internet's most trusted anime's news source will keep us up to date. We'll just knock out the Pokemon Masters news right away. Just some new characters got added. Full disclosure, I do have a partnership with DNA. <laughs> Dawn and Turtwig have been added to the game. Uh, and she'll run between May 27th through June 10th. And I believe Jasmine and Steelix are still a banner that you can pull on. And I believe there is a... The flying type event is still going. Flying type training event is still going to June 4th. And then the battle villa refresh will go till June 11th. Okay, so I have played this game for about a total of 12 minutes. Okay. uh, (laughs) Ever. So... um. Al, have you played it at all, or are we in a complete world yeah. where it's just Steve? No, I think I think I'm the same as well. Yeah, we're gonna really miss Greg on this one because yeah, no, I I started it and went, yeah, no, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> I didn't find it yeah. fun. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I think that if I wasn't already playing other mobile games, I may have picked it up. But it was just another game that I I didn't want to jump into. Uh, it just didn't didn't grasp my attention as quickly as i would have liked yeah i'm steve you i assume you're still playing and pulling stuff and trying to get the best pairs and everything uh yeah i'm i'm more trying to get like one of every pair Mm. which is now seemingly impossible it feels like because (laughs) at this point i'm just pulling a bunch of duplicates Right, right. I don't I don't ever sit there. I've said this on the podcast before. I don't ever sit there and play this game like an hour straight or two hours straight or try to like get everything done in a day. I just do a couple matches when I wake up, do a couple matches right before bed, and that's it. And it's been enjoyable for me. But that's how that's how like other mobile games I played, like Clash Royale. You know, I'd wake up, I'd do like two matches. I'd be like sitting at a dentist office, I'll do a match. Like right before bed, I'll do a match, and that's that's it. Like, I never sat there and played, like, three hours of Clash Royale in a row. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Just Not your style? Not, yeah, not my style, but... See, I'm the opposite, I think. Like, I have a hard time, if I pick up a game, just playing it for a few minutes and putting it down. Like, if, if, I've, if I only have a few minutes to kill, I'm either going to be hopping on Twitter or instagram or something I, I like to be able to sit down for a little bit of time and play a game and obviously that's made pokemon go a bit different now that it's all at home instead of being out walking around but yeah i, I don't i'm not a big fan of just the open it for a couple of minutes and close the game doesn't really work for me the main reason i brought up a lot of these dates is uh like dawn and the battle villa and the flying type event is they're all ending the second week of june I don't know. Look, I don't have any inside information, but <laughs> it's no secret that the Sword and Shield TLC is coming out sometime in June. So I'm just curious if there will be just like how Pokemon Go has the, which we're going to talk about the the Galar Pokemon being added. I'm curious if Masters will do anything of the sort because oh, I'm sure they will, right? Yeah, because they always all match up together, which is cool. Which is very cool of them to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. So, Galar Pokemon and Pokemon Quest confirmed? Yes, Quest will get updated and Masters will get updated at the same time. <laughs> oh, how I wish. <laughs> I was actually thinking about going back and playing Quest again, because I was uh, going through my games on my Switch and went, oh, that was a fun game. I didn't do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it, though. 
It's a good game. I love Quest. Quest is a great game. All right. Speaking of the Pokemon Go stuff, we have a whole schedule here from Niantic about uh, what's coming to Pokemon Go. And this is off PokemonGoLive.com, Zekrom's Pokemon Go debut, and more in June. People like the Zekrom. Let's start off with the best possible news. June's research breakthrough encounter, Trapinch. Yay! (laughs) From June 1st to July 1st, Trapinch, the ant pit Pokemon, will be available in research breakthrough. Just what we always wanted. Yeah, right? Because that community (laughs) day less than a year ago wasn't enough. I was actually quite liking having Shinx because, you know, it was a weekly chance of getting a shiny Shinx. Same. Well, now you have a weekly chance of getting a shiny Trapinch. Actually, I still have, today is my my research breakthrough. So I have, I can get one more chance at a shiny Shinx today. Yeah, you better get that that Shinx. (laughs) I I would, my, my, my quick read on the internet is uh people were were unhappy about uh the the trap inch it's still you know we're we're over six months now and people are still complaining that there's a lack of legendaries in in these research breakthroughs i feel like that boat has sailed i don't know <laughs> look the new thing to complain about is they're not in go battle league anymore right 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 yeah so they've left research breakthrough they've left go battle league and now you got to buy that remote raid pass if well, you want to get them from your home yeah, and I don't like to complain about these things too much, but even if I do buy a remote raid pass, I'm never going to be able to get the legendaries because there's nobody near me playing just now. I used to get all of my raids in Edinburgh, which I can't go to legally just now. So, oh well. Gotta wait for those uh, no one, invites. No one doing right. those uh, 6pm raid hours for you? Oh, no. No, the issue is I can see one gym from my house. And everyone that is in the vague area is, like, miles away. They can see other gyms. Like, I'm sure it's great for people in cities, but it just does not work here. Kind of, but I'm. it's funny. I can actually see 12 gyms from my house, and those raid hours still, the people, like, the groups that I'm in, um, like the Facebook Messenger or Discord groups that I'm in, they all just happen to be a little bit further east than what I can see. Uh, so right, even yeah. though I can see 12 gyms, none of them ever have anybody actually raiding, for the most part, uh, during those raid hours. I, I mean, I'm grateful to be able to see 12 gyms from my house because I can do a lot of solo raids. But when it comes to those tier 5 ones, uh, it's a little bit harder for me to do them, even though I have so many gyms around me. I go to the same park on Wednesdays. It's the same group of people. I almost Several used the word awful. <laughs> Pretended I used the word awful. Uh, they're fine. They exist. Oh, no. It's just 45 minutes of hearing them shout about shiny 100 IV Pokemon they caught during How the last How to pronounce week. Rayquaza. <laughs> How to pronounce Lugia. Uh, you know, I wasn't standing close enough to them. To, like, the only word that ever stands out from when they're yelling at each other is the word shiny. <laughs> but I I wasn't standing close enough near them to hear them pronounce Reshiram. I feel I, like, I like... Reshiram's pretty easy to say. Yeah, it's not... I don't think that's too bad. I, I just like the image of Steve pulling up to a park, it being like your, whatever music you're playing in your car, and as soon as you turn your car off and get out, it's just 12 people yelling at each other for 45 minutes, <laughs> and then you getting back into your car, music turning on, and you driving home. That's 100% how my Wednesdays are. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine just 
Just wait till Arceus comes out. You'll have fun with the pronunciation <laughs> oh, of that. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be terrible. Hopefully by then they've figured it out. An, in- an in-game thing that pronounces the names. That'd be nice. <laughs> is that would be great. Is, is there even a Pokemon... Okay, so when, when, when research had legendaries, people complained about that. That's, this is the problem. Is it's not, I, I don't think poor Trapinch getting all the hate, but w- I remember specifically when it was Latios Latias in research, people were complaining that like, oh, Latios and Latias are just, we have enough. We don't need them anymore. Give us something else. Or if it was Zapdos yeah. or Articuno or Moltres, you know, people were like, oh, it's Dex filler. None of these Pokemon are actually good. It was really bad when it was the Reggies pre-Shiny and everyone was like pitchforks in the air <laughs> running toward Niantic headquarters. Just, yeah. I mean, you're never going to make people happy. They, I feel they like. could put Dialga and Palkia in field research with a, with a 100% chance of Shiny and people <laughs> would still complain because, like, after the first week, they would be like, ah, this is, I'm sick of seeing, like, I don't know what Pokemon they could put in field research that would make people happy. And it's field research. It's so easy to do. <laughs> right. I think, you're, I think you're thinking about this the wrong way, right? Don't try and think about which Pokemon would make people happy. But think about how they could change it to make people happy. So obviously this is a lot more than just deciding which Pokemon to go into. But if they had a way for you to actually be able to decide which Pokemon you got out of a, a group of them, then I feel like that would be a lot closer, especially if, you know, say you could choose between a legendary or another Pokemon that is guaranteed to have very high stats. You know, that sort of thing would probably keep most people happy within, a, within reason. That's true. I, it'd be kind of fun if, yeah, if there was like a, a, you get like a choice of legendary or like you said, like high IVs or, or like really good go battle league or something, you know, like you had yeah. options like that and then you work towards that. And yeah, yeah, it doesn't even be- need to be like a specific, like choose a Moltres or a whatever. I'm so good up on the, uh, <laughs> what's popular <laughs> in, in, uh, <laughs> battle league, but. But it, yeah, it could be, as you say, just like groups of them. So you choose between which group you want to do. But that's probably a lot more work. I think yeah, also probably. people forget that like you get experience, you get a chance at a Unova stone. I think there's probably still a Sinnoh stone in that role too. <laughs> yes, because I've got them like three weeks in a row. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, because all I'm ever seeing are Sinnoh stones. So they're definitely more still Unova in there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look, we're complaining again. <laughs> hey, I got three Unova Stones in a row one, one time. It was sweet. Wow. Nice. I should have bought a lottery nice. ticket after that. Seriously. I think the thing you suggested, Al, is really cool. I just, it's just that field research is so incredibly easy that... Yeah. Especially now with them giving us a new task every night that's like transfer 10 Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, every every day I'm like accidentally doing one of these things, right? right? Like I'm really, I just want to get to the point where I have no completed ones because that little circle is always orange and it's really annoying having it always orange because you don't know whether you've done one of the, re- those, the, those research or whether you've done one of the, um, the special research or one of or the like research. Johto one, the timed ones. Yeah. It's really yeah. annoying. It's like, I just want to complete these, but of course I don't want to use them up because then I won't have one for tomorrow. <laughs> 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 it's a hard life. Hey, I still have, I, there was a, 
you guys remember the what was it april fool's event with the crow gun was it crow gunk and like pseudo widow and yeah yeah all oh, that yeah. i still have the catch three ditto task which will give me uh, a crow gunk which i'm sure if i delete this task it would have been a shiny crow gunk you're looking for so those dittos now holding on to this the other day i go plus to ditto and i was like okay so i just need one more but i've been holding on to it since <laughs> i don't know mid-april i was like i got the task like an hour before the event ended when there was all the ditto spawning so didn't have a chance to catch my three one day one day i'll get that third ditto zekrom makes their electrifying go debut on june 16th the deep black pokemon will be waiting for you to challenge in five star raids it will be featured every wednesday uh starting june 17th june 24th and july 1st that's really interesting because that takes us into the time period after the dlc will have been released right yep so obviously they're gonna wait till after that before anything related to the dlc comes out well i mean in terms of that legendary that rotating i guess they couldn't they have done overlapping events before haven't they so they could just oh you better believe it (laughs) (laughs) oh well never mind ignore me You better believe they like to overlap events. Uh, oh my okay. goodness, yeah. <laughs> so we got the Throwback Challenge 2020 Special Research. Congratulations to trainers who completed all four timed research lines. You've earned access to the Throwback Challenge Champion 2020 Special Research. Join Professor Willow as you rediscover Pokemon originally found in the Unova region and meet Pokemon originally discovered in the Gala region as they make their Pokemon Go debut. Complete all... Four sets of tasks in this field research to earn five rare candy. Reward encounters with Galarian Meowth, Galarian Stunfisk, and Genesect. I almost said Galarian Genesect. <laughs> and Professor Willow's Spoilers. glasses as an <laughs> exclusive avatar item. Unlike the previous sets of timed research, the special research isn't limited and can be unlocked at any time. Don't worry if you did not complete all timed researches. This is for Will. You'll be able to purchase a ticket for the Throwback (laughs) Challenge Celebration in the shop, which will grant you the same task and reward as the Throwback Challenge 2020. If you already have access to the Throwback Challenge Champion 2020 and you purchase a ticket for the Throwback Challenge Celebration 2020 Special Research in the shop, you will receive a version of the Throwback Challenge Celebration 2020 Special Research with the following changes. Each time you would have increased Each time you would have earned a reward encounter with a Pokemon, you instead will earn 10 candy for that specific Pokemon, and you will earn Stardust instead of Professor Willow's glasses. All trainers can still enjoy the event during the same time period. In this event, Galarian Stunfisk will appear in the wild, and you can hatch Galarian Meowth, Galarian Zigzagoon, and Galarian Daramuka, and Galarian Stunfisk from 7k eggs. Plus, try evolving Galarian Meowth, Zigzagoon and Daramuka. Okay. That <laughs> try. They won't work, but try it. <laughs> <laughs> uh the ticket, if you missed it, will be seven ninety nine. You cannot use PokeCoins to buy it. You must use real money. I have a love hate relationship fine. with. It's fine. It's just annoying for somebody who buys like a hundred dollars worth of PokeCoins to last six months. Yeah. And then go. That does well, feel like an odd decision. It reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer is like takes the kids to like the fake Disneyland, itchy and scratchy land. 
And like the guy is like, would you like to buy some itchy and scratchy money? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he buys a bunch. And then he walks into the theme park and everywhere says like, we do not accept itchy and scratchy money. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 100% of what it reminds me of. I mean, it's weird, right? Because you assume that the reason they're doing it, right, is so that you can't like use the free coins to do it. But by that logic, if they use the free coins to buy the ticket, they then wouldn't have the free coins to use on something else. And if they're the sort of person that isn't then going to buy the coins to make that up, they wouldn't have bought the ticket in the first place. So I don't think this would actually gain them any extra money. It just seems like a really weird, weird decision to make. It almost seems like, and I have no knowledge of this, haven't looked into it. If anyone is, has more knowledge, then great, please tweet me, whatever. But it almost seems like it's... uh almost related to like a legality of when they call things event, like based on how they call things events, like in digitally and how it can't be in game. I don't know. It seems almost like there's a standard behind it because like you're saying, I don't actually see this making them a whole lot more money than what you are already saying. So it almost seems like there's something more behind it uh, that has to do with, I don't know, something with their terms and conditions or something with their, with the legality of, of how they're doing it. But again, I, I don't know. It could just be, hey, maybe we'll make a few extra bucks. Would be. I mean, I guess, I guess the one thing, it, the one thing it could be, if it wasn't some legal thing that you're thinking of, you're you're suggesting, is I guess it could be kind of getting people into buying stuff. So you're breaking many people the seal. Will not, yeah, exactly. So many people won't buy coins, right? Because it's not really something they're buying. Whereas if it's a, especially the community ones, right? Where they're what ninety nine. Like they're under under a, a quid, um, mm-hmm. a dollar, and yeah, you know that that that's really easy to just go. Oh yeah, fine, I'll do that. And then if you didn't like have your credit card information in Google Play or or iTunes, then you now do, and now it's much easier to then buy things in the future. And it's almost yeah, it's it's a lot of people I've seen talking about. Well, I'm not going to buy this because I don't I don't spend money on this game. Whereas if they had already spent money on it, they probably would have done it. So maybe it's something like that. That makes a lot of sense. I'll 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 erase my last thought and go with yours, Al. Because makes less <laughs> sense for the seven ninety nine ones, right? Because they're that that's much less. That's a lot more to kind of commit to. Whereas mm-hmm. if you wake up in the morning for community day and you say, "Oh, there's one that's ninety nine p and it gives me a bunch of stuff," you're like, "Yeah, I'll do that." Eight pounds. That's quite a lot more. Yeah, that's true. I will say I like I like the I like that this event is free for the people who did it. Although they probably should have announced the ticket beforehand. Because when Will talked about missing the first yeah. week, he was like, well, now I have no drive to do the rest of the weeks because I can't participate in this event when it happens. So I do like, okay, if you missed it, if you were busy, you can still participate. It's seven ninety nine, And there are definitely games that do that, like Final Fantasy fourteen. They have like a Halloween event or an Easter event. Like usually at the end of that event, you get like a free mount. Uh, like a rideable item so you can ride through the world so like for that halloween event it was you know complete these four tasks in the two-week period you get this little witch broom that you can ride around and then once the event is over if you missed it you can just pay 4.99 in the store and get that witch broom and it's it's nice because it doesn't it's like the opposite thing of what like destiny 2 does which is hey 
Uh, only this week you can earn this one emblem, and if you don't earn it, it's gone forever. And then you yeah. start to get in this mindset of like, I can't, I literally can't keep up with all these events. Uh, and then once you once you like miss one, and then you miss two, and then you miss three, you go, I don't care anymore. <laughs> but they don't want the player to not care, right? They want the player to yeah. care to do the events. But at a certain point, if you don't give players a chance to participate some other way then they're just going to walk away from your game yeah i mean i see i see two sides to that because i'm i also am seeing i i agree more with the let's give people multiple options to get something but i'm seeing the side of well things aren't exclusive anymore because people can just pay for them whereas i did all this work and i'm quote air quotes work uh (laughs) to uh you know get the the genesect and now someone can just pay eight dollars and get the genesect as well and it's not exclusive and well i mean that's not quite true because you still have to do the work to get it right it's not as much work as doing all of the four and then the fifth one but you still have to do all the fifth it's not like you pay eight dollars and then genesect just appears in your inventory that's true that is true um and and i agree i also just think that it's okay. <laughs> like, first <laughs> off, you can't even trade mythicals. So you, it's not worth anything, I guess, unless you go on eBay and sell your account to someone, which shiny legit squared yeah. Charizard is at least <laughs> worth $2. Come on. Right. Right. I know. I, I guess you guys went all through this last week, but uh, it, it, I think that um, there's a lot of look at what I have, look at what I have uh, that you see from, well, social media in general, but with, these what people want to call exclusives and uh i think that who cares (laughs) you should be able to just give players like multiple ways of of gaining something so i'm okay with this i also agree that it should have been maybe stated at the beginning but i think they were trying to go for the surprise element and kind of do like a or maybe they hadn't even have it planned in the beginning to do it that way but when they realized oh, a lot of people they maybe they realized after the first week that not a lot yeah, of people, people didn't care <laughs> yeah they're like people didn't care enough or, or didn't complete it so they're like oh we should give them another way of doing this either way i think um it would have been nice to have that said at the beginning and then people would have had more of a an option whether you know it will wouldn't have been like well now i'm over this because i can't do it you know it people i feel like may have been a little bit turned off by that and then um maybe wouldn't have been had they known that it was an option later that they could buy i guess they didn't say how much stardust or or that you would get instead of professor willow's glasses but i don't know if you it's like worth it for me or you two if you completed all four events to spend another 7.99 i can't look i have 190 star pieces (laughs) so (laughs) And seven million stardust. So, so I'm not paying eight bucks for some stardust. Oh my god, oh, Bobby, you you're to, like Steve with do. his rare candy. Go, use them or delete them, right? Don't I also just have 500. I also have 594 rare candy. So yeah, oh, I'm you exactly people like drive me insane. Look, I um, I hey. I have the rare candy. Back up again. Wait, why are so you, you using not use your it stardust? On anything. Um, my star pieces or yeah. my stardust. Start. So my st- so okay so here's my my thing when I first played this game um, I was in a very high traffic area where I worked where we raided and everything all the time so we just constant raids all day long it was great um, 
and I used a lot of Stardust then, and I powered up a lot of stuff as much as I needed. I was level 40, so a lot of stuff got as high as it needed to. Since then, I haven't, I don't raid nearly as much. I switched jobs. I'm in an area where I don't work as much. Now I'm just at home working. So I don't raid as much. So everything I have kind of fits. Like anytime a new raid boss comes out, I have something that works against it. And I powered enough and up at the time to deal with that. So lately I've been powering up more stuff so I can try to beat stuff with less people. But until a couple until remote raiding came out like i just didn't really have a reason to power stuff up so got up to like seven million stardust you know and the reason i don't use my star pieces is because i forget i have them <laughs> so there's that i shouldn't judge you just I'm have too big a bag <laughs> <laughs> i'm still the person that pops the lucky egg when when i have like four star friends to check off oh absolutely same i was telling a couple of people in the slack the other day i was like hey let's you know line up for we're gonna hit best you know do you want to turn a lucky egg on and people were like aren't you level 40 <laughs> like but there's still xp to gain yeah <laughs> like, the number still the goes number up keeps changing so <laughs> and i'm they, almost at 50 million so i gotta hit that 50 if they hit the number i don't think people would nearly as care as much but the fact that no, that number all. changes if they hit the number i'd throw all my lucky eggs away yeah same well let me tell you i the minute i turned level 40 i deleted all my spare lucky eggs i'm so mad right now i'm so mad every single one i've got since then has gone straight in the bin i do Um, not need that nonsense i'm I'm heated right now (laughs) look steve if they ever implement uh the ability to send items through through gifts rather than just random gifts i will send you any lucky eggs i get i just don't want them yeah. If I could send them to someone, I would. It's just that yeah. I only have, I've only powered myself up to, I think, a thousand space in my bag. I don't need that nonsense in there. <laughs> a thousand space. Yeah. See, that's my problem. Like you said, I'll, my bag is too big. I yeah. lose things. I have 89 fast TMs. I'm never going to use those. <sighs> yeah. Like 52 charge TMs. I don't, gr- I don't go battle league enough delete for, them. The, for these things. Well, I, <laughs> I can't Come do on, that. delete them. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. it's so hard to delete things. <laughs> do you keep all your Pokeballs as well, or do you delete them? Oh, maybe Pokeball's a bad example, because you use that with Pokeball Plus. Great yeah. Balls, then. Do you delete them? Uh, yeah, usually the Great Balls get okay. deleted first. Good. The Pokeballs I have to keep yeah. for the, the Plus, and then the Ultra Balls yeah. are usually, like, I'll burn through all the Ultra Balls on Community Day, because I, I don't want to, them to break out, so I'll just use the Ultra yeah. Balls on mm. Community Day. Yeah. Well, Community Day is an interesting one. What I, what I tend to do is I walk with my Pokeball Plus in one hand and my phone in the other. I tap, once the Pokeball Plus notices something, I tap on that Pokemon. If it's not shiny, I just get the Pokeball Plus to, to do yeah. it. Because I don't, I don't mm. really care about catching everything. And if it's shiny, I'll do it manually, make sure I definitely get it. But yeah, like I, I, don't, I don't manually catch most of the Pokemon on Community Day. That's a smart move. I never really did that when I was out walking around. These last two, I've been... So... Since this thing for me is since the quarantine stuff started and the at-home stuff started, I had a baby, right? So (laughs) I had a baby on March 1st and then all the shelter in place stuff happened starting like right after that. So I haven't left the house for multiple reasons, but these last two community days, I definitely haven't been able to really, I haven't really got out and walked around. So what I have been doing is just go plus for like the entire six hours because the incense are three hours a piece. Right. So I've just been popping yeah. two incense that gives me that six hours. And then 
check it every few, you know, every 30 minutes, your buddy brings you 50 Pokeballs or whatever. So just kind of check in on it. Hopefully I get my, you know, three shinies and then kind of be on my way. But it's mostly just been Go Plus um, this last couple months. But once I'm out walking around and stuff, going to parks for community again, I'll probably do that. Just check them and then Go Plus them if they're not shiny, because that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. All right, we got uh, two more things to talk about Pokemon Go related, uh, but we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, we have some TCG stuff and uh, some Pokemon Center stuff, so we'll be right back. Yep, yep. Please leave us a review on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. Otherwise, this has been another episode. Otherwise. Not only do we have the Genesect event in June, we have two other events here. The Bug Out event is returning, and the uh, Solstice event is returning. I think these are returning events, right? They they happened last year. Yeah. Uh, we definitely have the Solstice one. one. Definitely, yeah. Uh, bug Out event? I feel like we had... We had a Bug event at one point, I feel like, but... Yeah, I thought so, I don't know too. If it was in, I don't know if it was, like, in June, but... <laughs> <laughs> the solstice event was obviously but there's really no details here for these events uh except the the solstice of uh solstice event will run june 19th through june 24th uh and the bug out event will run uh june 26th through july 1st and that's pretty much it so they're both week long assuming that there will probably be new shinies <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there will probably be eggs where people will be upset about what is in the egg. Of course. Standard. I am sure if somebody didn't complete the Genesect event, these events will block you <laughs> from needing to do what you need to do. Right. I think we already can tell what the shinies are. I mean, I think we're going to talk about it, but based on the Spotlight Hour events. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the Spotlight Hour events highlight two Pokemon that are already shiny, one Fire-type Pokemon that's not shiny yet. And one bug type Pokemon that's not shiny yet. So people were a bit disappointed by this. There's going to be no spotlight hour for June 2nd. Um, now, Pokemon Go will be down on June 1st for, I think, like eight hours, they said. It's a pretty long time. Yeah. yeah. First time ever. Well, it's a, it's a database for... migration. So they want to make sure they've got a lot of time. Is that what it is? That's. I think the... that's what they said. They, they, they want to migrate the database for some reason. Okay, because I know they, people were not coming any up details with on it, but. theories and stuff, and you know, you had everything oh, yeah. from we're gonna get, I don't know, every shiny in the game, and then <laughs> all the way down to no, they're just doing some maintenance and need to fix things. Yeah. I personally well, thought maybe it had to do with adding some backend stuff to like the social features they're gonna put out eventually. I mean, th the maybe. problem is right. So it's it's not like um, they've never really had to have this sort of maintenance before, other than issues around login at the very beginning, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, we all remember those. Most of, they generally deal with 
these things pretty well. So like adding in features generally doesn't make sense, right? The way that they do it is, is th- if they have a server change, mm-hmm. there are, you know, when you have a, a, a client, it can handle the old server and the new server. Mm-hmm. Um, and the old the old client just handles the old server. And then when you want to switch over to the new server, you just ma- you just don't let people log in unless they have the new client, right? It's pretty easy. So mm-hmm. so they've not really had any issues with that. Whereas a database a database migration, if they actually want to change what the database is on, because they that that like that's kind of a really intensive thing to do, and so they need to make sure that they get all of the data over correctly. So what they do is they just say, nobody can do anything at this point. And then we know that this is all of the data. We can migrate it all over. And we know that by the time we finish migrating, there isn't any new data in the old database mm-hmm. before we then migrate over, before we, before we then open up again. And so really, I think that's the only thing that would, would make sense. And I'm sure they've said it somewhere, but I can't find it just now. Gotcha. Yeah, that would make sense. Now, I know very little about any of that but i was wondering like if they did like a database migration would they be able to do something where you know how we have like there's like data miners now who go in and figure all this stuff out before it happens like is there a way that they could go into be securing that so people can't do that or is that not gonna ever are there always going to be able to be data miners because of yeah how the it's game unlikely because it's, it's mostly local data that they've been data mining got it okay yep oh right of course because it's when the update hits they're able to jump in and and look at it that way no spotlight hour June 2nd, which is a bit of a bummer because I personally like the spot spotlight hours a lot, but it's the day after their maintenance, so that's probably the reason why. Uh, but spotlight hour will return on June 9th. It'll be Patrat, uh, and you will earn twice the XP for evolving Pokemon. June 16th will be Numel, Numel, I think it's Numel, <laughs> and you will earn twice the amount of Stardust for catching. Bobby, make sure you turn on your star piece. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instead uh, of a reminder. Okay. Tuesday, June 23rd, which will be during the Solstice event, it will be Clefairy in Spotlight. You will earn twice the amount of XP for catching. And if you're lucky trainers, that's what it says here, you will do. You will encounter a shiny Clefairy. And then on Tuesday, June 30th, Cricketot will appear in Spotlight, and you will earn twice the candy for catching. So I think what Bobby hinted at was Krikatop will be the bug out shiny. Uh, Numel may not, or Numel may not be, because I didn't realize that that spotlight event happens three days before the yeah. Solstice event starts. Hmm. Well, Clefairy makes sense for the Solstice event, because isn't yeah. Solstice like sun and moon? Oh, right. Yeah. And, not mean, really, I, but it's, there's a yes. loose connection. <laughs> but the, the Solstice, yeah. hence the name, is to do with the sun, right? Sol means right. sun. Yeah. But I, I can definitely see them going, oh, sun, that means moon as well. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Clefairy evolves with a moonstone. Oh, man. Does this mean that Clefairy is permanently going to stay shiny like Pseudo-Wudo and Magmar have? Unless they pulled those recently, but I'm pretty sure Pseudo-Wudo and Magmar can still be shiny. I think they can still be shiny as well. Um, it sucks that we have to say we think that Niantic left them. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, they did leave Magmar for sure before, so unless they just decided to randomly turn it off, then Magmar should still be shiny. I don't know. I think, well, I don't know. I think that they should keep them shiny. (laughs) There's no reason why they shouldn't. I still think, I don't know, I still think that Nummel will become, it would be weird to me if Nummel wasn't shiny, but they've done it before. They did it with Purloin. They did a whole Purloin hour with no shiny. 
Right. And then they've done a shiny for everyone after that though. Right. So even like, uh, Wobbuffet, they allowed, they, that was what their debut of Wobbuffet being shiny in the wild instead of having to catch a, Oh no, it was, I don't remember Wobbuffet hour that well. (laughs) Wobbuffet was shiny in the raids when it had the party hat. Yeah. But I don't know that people caught it. I don't believe it was shiny in the wild until that spotlight hour, which makes me feel like the purloin thing had, they had so much backlash for it not being shiny that they've done it and they've done a shiny ever since. I feel like no more will be shiny, but who knows? We'll see June 16th. All right. Final bit of Pokemon go news here is save the dates. Pokemon go fest 2020 will happen around the world this July. Pokemon Go Fest will be July 25th and 26th. It's being fully reimagined in a virtual format that will bring fun to trainers around the world. This global event will take place Saturday, June 25th and Sunday, June, oh, sorry, July 25th and Sunday, July 26th. Ticket holders will be able to participate during both days of the event. Like previous Go Fest, Pokemon Go Fest 2020 will feature a weekend packed with bonuses challenging special research encountering encounters with exciting pokemon and much more plus you can look forward to connecting with other trainers and enjoy activities during go fest throughout the summer and uh that's it and then the picture because everyone always over analyzes <laughs> <laughs> the picture uh we were guilty of this as well there's a cherum an oddish a jigglypuff and a lolan executor in the pictures and a Pikachu. Uh, and last year, I think there was a Haunter, which there was there was Ghastly spawning at GoFest last year. There was a Haunter in the picture. It meant nothing. <laughs> I right. mean, besides, like, Ghastly was there. Like, there was not a single wild Haunter you could even catch at GoFest. It was just... <laughs> I, th- I think my favorite out of that one was that people were like, oh, it's a Haunter. That means that they're going to turn on shinies for all levels of of pokemon lines <laughs> right <laughs> like um, that is a really w- big stretch right <laughs> yeah i love those theories that's amazing yeah i don't know there's not i mean obviously like the biggest the biggest thing about the picture right is that it's like in a backyard so right. like, yeah you know to, the to go with standard the, the california setting. backyard with very <laughs> perfect plants and trees growing and we all have that backyard <laughs> Well, I mean, I said it's a backyard. I didn't say it was the standard backyard. <laughs> Bobby's like, it was actually my backyard. I hate to. <laughs> I just offered them a photo and they, they took it. Uh-huh. <laughs> a GoFest has been anywhere between, what, 20 to 30 bucks? You know, 25? Yeah, it, th- there's no way it'll be as expensive as the real life one, right? Though, because... Like that goes towards the physical event, whereas there aren't any costs relating to that. Right. But it is gonna it's probably gonna be more expensive than your like your Genesect or your um Reggie. Whichever one it was, Reggie Reggie Reggie. I think those were both <laughs> big Reggie. Reggie. Gigas, there we are. <laughs> Seven ninety nine. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be probably I, I I'm i I'm gonna guess fifteen. It's like Safari zone pricing, right? What were Safari zones? I didn't I didn't I think there were twenty of them. So yeah. Safari like zone was twenty. I'm going to say $12.99. Ooh. Okay. That seems low. That <laughs> doesn't seem low. Like, that seems low for what Niantic would make it, in my opinion. It's going to be a weird number, I think, for one. It's not going to be like, 
15 13 27 like, right <laughs> i don't know if it'll be that weird but i think it's gonna be like i think i'm gonna go with 16.99 okay all right do you think they're gonna do an early access too where it's like you get to play two extra hours uh, have um, they done that for any digital only events uh not no not when they, they weren't right have they did it for the safari zones safari zones and go fest they have a early access I guess technically the Safari Zones are digital only. It's just digital only in a specific place. Like, they don't have any pop-up stuff like the mm, like true. GoFest. That's true. Did, Maybe they will then. I don't know. Did the Safari Zone stuff, it, it stuck with that. Like, if you had that early access pass, you got a couple extra hours, right? Yeah, but it was still only in the same location. Wasn't there, like, a, uh, an Explorer Pass thing you could buy for the Safari Zones, too? Yeah, the London had a city pass, and I think uh, Philly had a city pass, but I don't even know what those entailed. Do you mean London, or do you mean Liverpool? Oh, Liverpool, sorry. Uh, Yeah, I mean, neither of them happened in real life anyway, so I don't think we can jump to any huge conclusions. My my question was just for those, because they didn't happen in real life, did people get refunded for the Explorer Pass stuff? Because I don't know what it was going to entail anyway, but... You could have applied for a refund, but you wouldn't have gotten that one-off day that people got. They take that away from you. And then if you you opted in to take the makeup day, your pass is still valid for a future event, which they haven't disclosed when or what that would be. Got it. Okay. But if the future event is something you can't attend because you're out of town or you're sick or... You moved, uh, you don't get a refund at that point because you've accepted that you had a makeup day. Right. Okay. Got it. Good old legal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to do the Liverpool one, but then uh, we decided, me and my wife decided that I would only do one of one of Liverpool uh, or Worlds, and I was going to do Worlds. Of course, neither of them happened, so. <sighs> Your wife was the real Sad. winner. i've not well i mean nobody's the winner except the hotel and the uh airline because i've not got my refunds for them yet oh no hopefully you get them i i'm i'm meant to be getting them but it's one of these things where they're like it will take it could take up to 90 days and you don't actually get to can't request the refund until closer to the time anyway because that was like august wasn't it yeah 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 i kind of had the similar situation with my trip abroad i couldn't really cancel until like five days before yeah that's annoying yeah i was actually meant to be flying to the isle of man a couple of days ago and and i have managed to request the refund for that but it's not come through yet so i'm in that weird situation where the flight never happened and i couldn't have got on it but i've not got the money back yet (laughs) is there another mewtwo raid there that you had to get to (laughs) (laughs) oh memories that was good fun i i I legitimately considered doing that, just flying over for the weekend just to do that. But I, I ended up not doing it because that's silly. <laughs> <laughs> Got on a plane to do a Pokemon Go raid. Look, and, and hey, my wife was up for it that time as well. <laughs> uh, this is off. That's all our Go news. Uh, this next bit of news is off Go Nintendo. Pokemon Company and Mr. Donuts collab uh, in Taiwan. Pokemon Company and Mr. Donuts have worked together in the past when it comes to Japan, but now the two are collaborating for the first time in Taiwan. 
Right now, there is just some artwork. Uh, new details coming on June 2nd. So there is a uh, very cute picture of a simple Pikachu with uh, two donuts floating around his head. <laughs> uh, if you don't know, Mr. Donut is... Mr. Donut is probably like the Dunkin' Donuts of Japan. They're like everywhere. Very easy to walk into, get a donut, get out. Uh, they have done plenty of Pokemon. Like when I was there in Japan, uh, actually, Andrew, who is our resident Japanese reporter, <laughs> uh, we went to, I went to Mr. Donuts with Andrew and uh, they had Pokemon toys for kids. So I ordered up the kids menu so I could get the Pokemon toys. <laughs> nice. Of course, as you do. I feel like I feel like uh, I don't understand any more with your explanation of it's like Dunkin' Donuts. Um, <laughs> however, I also feel like it's probably not that difficult. It's a place they make donuts. They make sure donuts and they have obvious, coffee. Right? <laughs> oh, of course, because you can't really have a shop that sells food without coffee, obviously. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sure so, they maybe have tea as well. Probably. So what is this? I don't know why you include? bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what does this like teaming up include? Is it just uh, they're announcing all the details on Tuesday, June second? So we don't actually know. Unless... Okay. This is the best story ever. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do with Pokemon and donuts. They're both great things. You know, yeah, what, I mean, what's going to happen? We don't know. <laughs> I don't think anything bad could happen. It sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, I see no issues here. <laughs> Well, there is one issue, the fact that it's not here. Yeah. yeah, that's true. There's no Mr. Donuts in America or Scotland. Sad. This is off, uh, this was sent to me, Media Alert. Charizard and Eternatus make their Pokemon VMAX debut in the new Pokemon trading card game Sword and Shield Darkness Ablaze expansion. Ooh. I actually believe that this expansion got renamed last minute due to uh covid or that's the speculation at least what was it going to be called so it was originally supposed to be called they changed it in japan too it's called infinity zone in japan but it was supposed to be called world down oh yeah it was changed due to the negative connotations uh due to <laughs> covid19 I get, Pokemon I have a great that. history in that, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> huh. So the English name is Darkness Ablaze. The Japanese name was supposed to be World Down, but they changed it to Infinity Zone. Sh sure. <laughs> yeah, not great, but... <laughs> so Darkness Ablaze will introduce Charizard VMAX. As the fan-favorite Charizard makes its Gigantamax form debut in the TCG, just like Pokemon Sword and Shield video games, in addition, trainers will be able to pull more Pokemon from the Galar region, as Pokemon VMAX, po such as Centiscourge VMAX and Grimmsnarl VMAX, the legendary Pokemon Eternatus VMAX in its unique Eternamax form, I guess I don't know if was that ever I've stated in the games that that was what its form was called a tournament form. I don't know if it was stated in the games, but I've definitely heard that term before today. Yeah, I think it was. It's definitely in the code of the game, so it definitely the the miners got it out of that. I 
think, and I might be wrong, I think it might have been mentioned once when it went into it. So when you're when you're battling it and it goes into, you think it's fainted and then it goes into Eternal Max form. I think it says it in one sentence there and then never ever again. Mm. But I might be wrong. Uh, so this expansion for the for us will have seven V Max. We already know some of them. I think this will also include V Max Butterfree. Because, yeah, that didn't come out in the last set. Uh, it will have 14 Pokemon V cards, plus 9 full art Pokemon V cards, 17 trainer cards, 4 full art supporters, 3 new special energies. Are you still in the big on collecting the TCG stuff right I'm now, Steve? I'm still deep into too many cards <laughs> on my desk. <laughs> Japanese and English? I haven't ordered, uh, okay, I, you, you pulled my leg. I ordered a box <laughs> of Infinity Zone, which I believe comes out June 2nd. Okay. But I did not order Volcanion's Explosion or whatever the last set was called. <laughs> what? Explosive Walker. Espl- Explosive Walker, yeah. Volcanion's Explosion. <laughs> I did not order a box of that. Okay. But I do have a box of Infinity Zone on my way. What does a box consist of? How many packs? A box is 30 packs of five cards. Because Japanese packs are five cards, English packs are ten. Interesting. I didn't realize Japanese ones were smaller. That's really interesting. They weren't always, right? Because I used to buy a lot of Japanese cards, but this was a long time ago. Uh, And it was the same amount, I feel like, as English cards in the packs. I want to say when they changed the back of the cards, which was like 2011, they like changed everything about it. A US pack of Pokemon cards is ideally $3.99, but uh, I feel like recently it's gone up to like $4.20. Yeah, $4.29 usually, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so Japanese packs are 200 yen, which comes to like $1.80. Yeah. So okay. it's the same like value. Yeah. But the just more plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the sets are significantly smaller and I believe although I don't have the inf- I don't I, I'm sure there's a I'm sure somebody on the internet in like a 20 minute YouTube video has like calculated the odds but people say that your pull rate is better in the Japanese set but I don't know if it's better because there are less cards. So when Darkness Ablaze comes out there will be over 185 cards in that set. Uh, but in the Japanese set, uh, there's only like 100 cards. Isn't that due to the fact that like like the Japanese, there'll be another set that's like 85 cards that yep. the American sets put together into one set? Right. So we, okay. we didn't get Explosive Walker. It's <laughs> a terrible name. And we're not. And so, so with, with the last set that came out, which was... Oh, what was it called? Rebel Clash. Rebel, Rebel Clash, Clash yeah. was VMAX Rising plus Rebellious Clash plus, <laughs> like, one other set. Okay. Right, right. So, a ja- the Japanese players get one set every month, and the English players get one set every three months. So, they merge sets together. Man. And then these sets become very big and seemingly impossible to collect. So, I bought... <laughs> gosh... I bought two boxes of VMAX Rising. And so a box of VMAX Rising is like, I don't know, uh, I think it's, it's 5,000 yen, which comes to like 
$46. And I got every card from that set except one, not counting secret rares. Secret rares are like the shinies of the set. But the actual set is pretty much complete. Wow. And the only one I was missing, I think, was VMAX Rillaboom. And I pulled like three VMAX Cinderaces instead. So, I, yeah, that's. And one Intellion. I have purchased, <laughs> gosh, not not any of these sets. I, I did buy a box of Sword and Shield, which is 36 packs of 10 cards. So it's 36 packs, 10 cards each, $100, and not even, not even close to completing the set with that one box. And that was buying a whole box, buying two Elite Trainer boxes, buying probably 20 single packs, and then buying like a couple of the, you know, Toxtricity V box or Poltegeist V box, which comes with like four packs. Uh, That's n- not even insane. close to completing the set. I have to imagine that. See, the, the last time I collected Pokemon cards, I mean, I bought a pack here and there. I'll buy it. typically after you show off some really cool full artwork card. It gets me all like hyped up to buy more Pokemon <laughs> cards because I don't play the TCG, but I do love collecting them from time to time. Yeah. Uh, it's just over, so overwhelming once I start to realize like how many there are to collect. Like I can't imagine that there is that the percentage of people who buy Pokemon trading cards there must be a, such a small amount that are like the completeness collector for them. I feel like just because it's like so hard to come by all of them, especially when you have the secret rares now and all of that stuff, which. It wasn't a thing back when I was collecting them, but this was like 2002 or whatever. So, it's yeah, crazy. the secret rares really, really kind of double down on the people who like to collect shinies. Except when you're hunting in X and Y for a shiny, it doesn't cost you any money. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, there there are like some secret rares that are like worthless, like price wise, but mm-hmm. you would still want them for your collection. Like, right. oh, I need this secret rare. It's like two bucks on Troll and Toad. I'll buy it. But when you're doing that for like eight secret rares, or you get a secret rare that is pretty expensive, like I think, um, oh, what was it? Was it? It was in a Sun and Moon set. It might have been like Guardians Rising or something. There's like a secret rare Charizard, which is like a reprint of an older Charizard, and mm. that's like a sixty dollar card. Okay. And so it's like, well, I have almost all of Sudden Moon. I'm missing some secret rares. I'm missing the secret rare Charizard. Oh, that just happens to be the most expensive card in the set. It's 60 bucks, but right. it's the one I'm missing. It's uh, still cheaper than a box of, of, pa- of packs. That's true. Yeah. It's <laughs> which won't, yeah, which won't have it, probably. <laughs> but then the question um, is can I buy a box for 100 bucks? And is there enough cards in there that I can sell to make the $100 pack? <laughs> <laughs> right and do you sell your cards i i did sell my entire collection right before x and y came out so really? i had so i collected pretty much from heart gold soul silver triumphant triumphant something it was like the last heart gold soul silver set and okay. then they moved into black and white so it was black and white and then it was like emerging powers and then that was a really bad set and then there was a bunch of other black <laughs> and white sets and then it got into the Plasma Freeze and Plasma Storm and Plasma whatever. And so (laughs) that was... I collected all of that, mostly for competitive. And when I decided to get out of that 
And I think I think that was probably a time in my life where I was like broke. Um, right, sure. Which is like every day of my life. But <laughs> I ended up selling all those cards to Cool Stuff Inc. for about $750. Wow. And then I had two cards that I sold separately to a friend for $100 each. So that was so altogether $950 of selling all of that. And um, I probably spent more than that, though, because like every time I set every three months, I spent probably $200 on cards. Right. I would get like two boxes. That's just Steve, like... I, think, I think I figured out why you're you're broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's intense. Just doing that, like collecting. I have I have the entire very first set. That's the only thing. Yeah, I still have that. And I, and I still have that. And I'm not getting rid of that. And I, because I was heavy into the collecting with the first set, the second, third. I don't know. It was like up until like the rocket cards or whatever, where they have the little like rocket face on the card. It's like a rocket team members. Oh, Pokemon. yeah. Like a rocket, uh, like Team the Rockets Charizard or team Giovanni's Rockets. Persian. Yeah. And it was like then the gym leaders and then they're the rocket cards and all that. Um, and then I, and then, yeah. And then I stopped collecting. So I think it was cards. base set, jungle, fossil, rocket, yep. and then gym leader. I think gym leader might've been the last time that I was like heavily collecting the cards. Um, and then since then I've just like here and there, I'll buy a few packs or a box of something from time to time. If, if I'm in the mood, <laughs> uh, so darkness ablaze comes out August 4th first so plenty of time literally over two months this does bring up one interesting thing though right because this is the first time you can have an eternamax eternatus in any form and so when are they bringing it to the game please and thank you (laughs) uh i don't know if you know this al but there are two dlcs coming out this year (laughs) are there (laughs) there are uh, last bit of news, super short, super easy. Uh, there's a ton of new merch on Pokemon Center. Uh, they brought the Mystery Dungeon plushes over, which are the little plushes with the ribbons around them. Uh, there is a purple Kecleon for Mystery Dungeon. It's not shiny. I keep hearing people call this shiny Kecleon. I don't... <laughs> purple Kecleon is not shiny Kecleon. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the weird color they decided for Mystery Dungeon. Um, I think Kecleon has, like... The only thing that changes in its shiny is, like, its Charlie Brown stripe changes from, like, blue to red or red to blue. Oh, there's a purple Kecleon in the anime. Oh, yeah. That's weird. It's just, like, the uh, Butterfree, the Ash... Ashes. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's not a shiny Butterfree. It's just a pink one. Right, right. Like, the blue Magikarp in Magikarp Jump. Not shiny, <laughs> but good looking. Uh, they added a bunch of outdoors. Uh, they added like an outdoor collection. Uh, so this features like Pikachu and like a little camping hat. And then they introduced a summer collection, which it's very weird that these two collections were close together. But I'm assuming due to like production delays with merchandise because of probably COVID. That one was supposed to come out earlier and it didn't. Uh, but the, there's a complete summer collection uh, with an inflatable Lapras pool thing, pool floaty. If you're into that. Isn't there an inflatable Lapras pool floaty thing in um, in Quest? Isn't that one of the decoration items? 
Oh, I think so. Yeah. No, I think There's it's a, a Lapras pool. I think the back okay. it's just there are uh, Pokeball beach balls. There's a <laughs> fisherman hat. There's a bunch of thin summer hoodies. There's water bottles, and then for the camping stuff, uh, there is like plates and cups. Uh, there's a cooler. There's fanny packs, and then there's like flannel. Because, you know, when you go camping, you wear flannel, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, a bunch of new stuff on Pokemon Center. And that's pretty much all our news. Oh, should we talk about the Community Day vote results? Oh, yeah. I mean, Weedle won. Not much to say. Yeah, <laughs> Weedle and Ghastly. <laughs> uh, so... I, I always find it funny how selfish Pokemon Go players are and how mad they were that people were voting for Squirtle. Like, look, yes. not everyone was playing the game. Like, there are new players every single day to Pokemon Go. <laughs> right. The people that were like, who's voting for Squirtle? Well, that Squirtle community day was two years ago. <laughs> Just trade somebody think, for like, it. Really? Y- yeah. That's like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to any of you people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyone saying just trade somebody for it is a person I don't want to trade with. <laughs> yeah, I I will say I was uh I was a little bummed that um that Sandshrew didn't take second. I would have really liked a Sandshrew community day, but I still don't have a shiny haunter, so I'll be okay with Ghastly community day in July, right? So it'll be Weedle in June and then Ghastly in July. No Greg this week, Bobby. So you are you are question of the week. We we need Oof. that we need that theme song. Uh, okay, I've got nothing. <laughs> um, I've, I've got something. You've got nothing. How about Al? Why don't we why don't we flip it to Al? I, I know this is usually my thing when Greg's gone, but <laughs> you know Al's time I, back. Like I feel like give him that shot. And look, I've been preparing something. It's a little bit different from what okay. Greg would normally do. Oh, okay. But I thought I'd bring a bit of my own culture to the podcast. All okay. Right? All right. So please excuse me if this is dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> when I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who answers the question of the week. Hey, that's there pretty go. good. <laughs> I'm, I'm into that. And um, for those who aren't aware, that is the Proclaimers, the beginning of the Proclaimers song, um, 500 Miles. That was the final song that we played at my wedding uh, for our reception. That was our final Amazing. song at our reception. <laughs> All right. This is from Brandon with Galarian Forms coming to raids. What are some non-Kanto Pokemon that you would want to get Galarian Forms? That's a good question. <sighs> okay. Non-Kanto Pokemon that I'd want as a Galarian form. I'd say two, my two favorite Pokemon besides Farfetch'd are Smeargle and Mawile. So it would be really fun to have both of those as mm. Galarian types. Especially because neither of them are... Wait, because Smeargle's not in the game. So that would be fun. Is Mawile, Mawile's not in Sword and Shield, is it? Uh, Mawile is in Sword and Shield, yeah. It is. Okay, well... It's like the opposite of Sableye, I think. I think Sableye is exclusive to one. Mawile is exclusive to the other, I think. Oh, yeah. No, of course it is, because I, I definitely moved it up to through through home and put it in my game or at one point, a shiny one. Um, Yeah. 
I think uh, I think Hariyama would be good. I feel like Hariyama deserves a little love. It's a pure Hariyama, fighting, huh? pure fighting type. <laughs> or did they like make a fighting fire? No, nah, they've never made a fighting fire Pokemon ever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are the Galarian? I've not looked into this at all, but are the Galarian form Pokemon all Pokemon that their non-Galarian form is a uh, single type? No, because Slowpoke was Psychic Water, and Galarian Slowpoke is Psychic. Oh yeah, they like flipped the. And then Corsola was like Water Rock, and its Galarian form is just Ghost, I think. Okay, got it. I I before the game out came the before the game came out, I really liked the idea of a Galarian. Um, Oh, goodness. Word is, name is gone. Uh, <laughs> Keldeo. Galarian Keldeo. Um, but now we have Ponyta, which kind of takes over that. So what I was also thinking was, I think it'd be really nice to have a Galarian uh, Lillipup line. Um, I'm not sure how you would redesign it, but I just really like the idea of that line being associated with, with you know, the region that is partly based on Scotland. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. All right, you I, I, change I his body like to a bagpipe. <laughs> and then you're done. That's it. All right, could there be could there be a Pokemon that you could redesign into a haggis? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <sighs> Mareep. What, just because it's a sheep? Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Inside out, Mareep. There's like a lot of Gen 5 love in, in Sword and Shield. I mean, they 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 have the Yamask yeah there, they have the Sigilyph, they have the Scraggy. Garboider's like the only non-Gen 1 Pokemon to get a G-Max form. No, not counting Gen 8 Pokemon, of course. Oh, yeah, that is true. Is it really the only non non Gen, Gen one, one or Gen non Gen eight. one or eight? Yeah, I wonder how that decision came to be. Because Garboder is sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, there are so many Gen. I'm like looking at the list, and like the amount of Gen five Pokemon in Sword and Shield is is actually incredible. There's no Bufalant though, unfortunately, but we know Larvesta is coming back. Do we have any more? There hasn't been any more information on the DLC since we initially, right? Like, no. like another trailer or anything like no, that? No, I would, I would assume we'll probably get information this week or next week. Right, yeah. Well, tomorrow's June, so it's coming out tomorrow, right? Right, that's, yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> they said June. <laughs> Where's my game? <laughs> it is a bit weird. Do you, think, do you think they've just kind of held off on any news? Because they thought there's a possibility it might be delayed, um, and they just want—they didn't want to say anything until they knew for certain. Um, well, they're still putting out. I mean, obviously, we still have things to talk about every week, so they're still putting out pretty frequently, pretty frequent Pokemon news. I wonder if it was because, obviously, they're a Japanese company, and Japan had a state of emergency that just got lifted this past week, so maybe they were waiting for the state of emergency to be over. Possibly, yeah. Maybe. They do have an advantage in that, uh, unlike a normal game launch, they're not relying to, on physical media yes. for this one, so um, they don't have that issue. Yeah, that's... If there's ever a time. Yeah, but even with the 
Pikachu, Eevee, Meowth, and now the like get your free Mr. Mime, Ponyta, Corsola, Meowth, another Meowth. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't think any of these decisions have been last minute. Like, I think these have always been in the pipeline. Yeah. Right. Um, Right. Yeah, but I guess the decision to delay would would probably be a last minute thing if they they had to do it. No, I, I think I think we're good. Uh, the only reason I could think of maybe they didn't want to say a date is if they needed just that extra week not to finish yeah. the game. I think it's probably done at this point, but the extra week of like, hey, instead of putting it out on June 12th, let's just wait two weeks to the 26th just because of world events or because of other things happening. Um, so it gives them a little flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do find it interesting that they never have done that for games, though, right? So obviously, they didn't know when they announced it that this was going to happen, right? Yeah. But they did, they still didn't announce a date at that point, whereas almost every game, maybe not the very first one, like there are some times where it's like, oh, coming holiday or whatever, but normally by the second bit of information, which is normally only like a month or so later, they generally have the date by that point. But there's never been a second bit of information to to give us a date, a date, right? There was just like the announcement of it, and then there hasn't um, really been any like newer information. There was the announcement, and then there was like that Nintendo, that Nintendo thing, where it was like 19 minutes long, and it like opened with Xenoblade because yeah. it always opens with Xenoblade. And now that <laughs> Xenoblade's out, we'll probably get 18 more trailers of Xenoblade this year. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely had more information in that one because they told us about the dojo in that one and stuff. And I don't think that was in the original announcement. Yes, they they said about the dojo, and then we saw the slowpoke moving very quickly near the end of the <laughs> oh, trailer. You're right. Okay, that I was, was kind of merging those together in my head. Yeah, and then they actually said like Intellion out loud, and they said, "Is it Duraladon?" I think they said Duraladon out loud. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they were I like, "Ah, oh, that's how you say it." <laughs> <laughs> so so here's something interesting in that I just went to the Sword and Shield expansion pass page on the website and uh they now say because I'm pretty sure when they announced it it was June 2020 but now it sh- it says scheduled for release by the end of June 2020. So I that think that, that makes was... me think that it's going to be quite late on it. I think they changed that with the with the slowpoke trailer. Oh right, okay. I must I think that. that's just a good like use of that's a good term to just give them by the as end. much time as possible right they could like they could be like it's coming out june 30th you know so it just gives them as much time with that june date it's just just the best way to give them as much time as possible although i guess just saying june 2020 would also give them that same amount of time but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess they're, they're probably putting the focus on by the end of yeah uh, to just give people that expectation it doesn't seem to have worked though Right. <laughs> was it the fifteenth that most people are assuming at this point because of the the, uh, um, the mystery gifts? So, yeah, right, if we're looking at just Fridays, we have either June fifth, June twelfth, June nineteenth, and June twenty sixth. Oh, it was the nineteenth. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's and yeah. So the Meowth event, I think, starts on the fifteenth, and then, or no, not the fifteenth. I think it starts on the eleventh or something. Goes until the nineteenth yeah, or whatever, yeah. or the eighteenth or I something. Think, yeah, I think it ends on the eighteenth, wasn't it? So it was a day before. Oh, right, right, right. right. Um, right. yeah, maybe that could be the plan. It's just 
they also have the option, like you were saying earlier, if they like get closer to that and realize something's not going to work or they need to give it maybe another week, they still have that, like that option since they've said until, you know, by the end. See if it comes out the 19th. I'm going to have a very busy couple of weeks because uh, that's only a few days after summer and Mara comes out. Oh, it's going to be so busy. I think the <laughs> 20th is also the Weedle Day. Oh, it is. You're right. Yeah. Oh, so, so uh, of course, that means of course they're going to do it then because yeah. that would be the most yeah. annoying thing to do. Because the because <laughs> Sword and Shield came out uh, oh. the day before November's, um, which I think was yes. Chimchar Community Chimchar, Day. Chimchar, yeah, yeah. Which Patterns. they they like to have their events all together. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about events earlier, right, Al? <laughs> events on events on events. Events everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually hoping it's the 26. I don't. I don't want another community day slash game launch in the same weekend. I will. Yeah. I think the end of June is fine. I the next weekend goes into Independence Day for America, which most people have that Friday off. Yep. I think that's that's also a good bet. I I always like to think of whenever um any announcement says a month. I always just in my head, I put it right to the last day of that month so that I'm not like, I never hype myself up for any time before then. And if it comes before then nice little surprise, but yeah, I always just say last day of the month. It's like when they say holiday 2020 or whatever, you're like, yeah, that's coming out on Christmas Eve, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, no Pokemon of the week. Will and Greg out this week. They should be back next week, hopefully. Thank you, Bobby and Al, for being on. Uh, Bobby, your Twitter handle is... I just... There's a dot or not a dot. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) My Twitter is PKMNSnaps, and Instagram is PKMN.Snaps. And then, Al, you... uh, Your Twitter, and you have another podcast. Uh, yeah, my, my Twitter is uh, the Scott bot. Uh, Scott has one T because it's uh, a nationality, not a name. And uh, yeah, I do have another podcast um, with Rochelle, who's also been on the po- on this podcast before. We do a podcast called The Harvest Season, and that's all about farming games, if you like farming games, such as Summer in Mara, which is coming out in two weeks, as mentioned. We'll be talking about that at some point. Awesome. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at PKMNCast. I took the last couple of days off streaming. Uh, so if you're listening to this on Monday, June 1st, one, Pokemon Go will be down. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people being like, why isn't Pokemon Go working? Number two <laughs> is I'll be back streaming at 6 p.m. Central Time on June 1st. Uh, and we'll see together what the new raids will be at uh, 7 p.m. Central Time. So we'll have an hour left of Meowth. So if you haven't done Meowth, we do raids on, on, on Mondays on Twitch. You can stop on by, do raids with me and other people in the community, and then we'll see what this new raid is at uh, at whenever whenever it launches. I think that's it for the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode. Uh, in July will be our 10-year anniversary, so we'll have some stuff for that. Uh, wherever you are in the world, be safe. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super purple Kecleon. <laughs> Super Galar loves Unova.
Effective. <laughs> I want to take a second to thank the producers of this episode, Kevin, Sawyer, Potato, Rytan, Liam, Courtney, Casey, Kay, Noah, Patrick, Jetsy, Catherine, and Matthew. And to our executive producer, Anthony, thank you so much for your support of It's Super Effective. We couldn't do it without you and all the other listeners of our podcast. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to ise.cash join our patreon join our slack support our show so we can continue doing this years in the future thank you for listening and we'll see you next week